Welcome to Answers May Vary. Each week, we listen to your dilemmas and try to come up with workable solutions you can put into place to start improving your teaching life today. I'm Kate Harkins. And I'm Stephanie Handley. And together with you, we're Three Heads. Today's dilemma. Thanks to the internet. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like so many dilemmas could start that way. (laughs) Thanks to the internet, I can't seem to create an assignment my students won't cheat on. My school has a policy about cheating, and they're willing, usually, parenthetical, (laughs) to enforce it on big things like essays and tests, but they're not so willing to help when it comes to everyday assignments. Yes, we had that as well. We had one administrator who, they didn't care what it was, they were going to enforce it, then we had another administrator <laughs> who was like, I don't want to deal with it. We had another who was like, I only want big things. And quite frankly, I think we had one at one point where it was like, do we have to enforce this on anything? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> My child does that. It's okay, right? <laughs> I think maybe a year or two leading yeah. into the pandemic and then certainly during and yeah. and post-pandemic, this has become definitely something that we're seeing more and more is I only want the big things. Yeah. But we as teachers are like, but it's all the things. Right. <laughs> they all matter. <laughs> if I only come to you for the big things, then you're going to be like, how did this happen? There were like <laughs> 10 little things before this, but you told me just to ignore it. Yeah. And I think we all philosophically could say that Yes, students should do their own work on everything, but practically in the day-to-day, administrators are like, it's too much. We can't enforce that. I think we've always felt really strongly about plagiarism. It is one of the rules we're a stickler about. I was never like a big like food, drink, gum person. Even talking, it's okay as long as you're not talking over me. Okay. But that was one where it's you will not cheat in this classroom. Mm -hmm. And I think for a long time, we tried to fight it. We tried to keep them from using the internet. And I think... During the pandemic, we realized we needed to lean into it in a way. And I don't mean in a way of, yeah, cheat, no problem. (laughs) But realizing like they're going to cheat. That's the way things are. It's easier than ever. So how do we create our assignments? How do we set up our classroom in such a way that we're forcing them still to learn? So it ends up doing the least amount of harm and We haven't created a circumstance where, in general, somebody is really benefiting from having cheated. Yeah. And I think the first step for us was thinking about the purpose of the assignment. Do they just need to get information of some kind? Then make your assignment worth participation points and don't worry about it. Accept that, yep, you might cheat on this ed puzzle, but I just needed you to learn these five facts. Okie dokie. <laughs> we always started AP literature with a test on literary illusions. We gave students a packet. They had to familiarize themselves with it and they'd take a test. It was pretty simple. But during the pandemic, we were like, there's no way they're going to cheat. There's literally no way to make this cheat proof. And Kate finally said, you know what? We gave them the test. So they'd look at the packet. If they cheat on the test, they're looking at the packet. (laughs) So we just lowered the point value and we're like, it is what it is. And so I think when you can kind of keep the purpose in mind, there are some assignments where it's more about the information than the thinking. And of course, I would rather you watched the video, read the packet, whatever. At least you've gotten the information. 
You also want to decide ahead of time if this is a high value assignment to you. Is it something that the student needs to know in order to be able to do other things? Mm -hmm. And if they don't know this information, they cannot be successful. Or they need to demonstrate a certain level of understanding for you to feel confident that you can move forward in those situations, then that's something that you're going to want to be strict on cheating about. And if cheating does take place, then when you go to your administrator, you can say, no, I need to know that they Mm -hmm. know this information and that they need to know it within themselves. They can't just reference it in a book because there are some things that I think historically in the English classroom, we've been like, oh, they need to memorize that. They didn't really need to memorize it. They could look that information up. If they memorize it, will they make their life easier? Absolutely. There are lots of things that if you memorize, (laughs) it will make your life easier, but it's not necessary. But those things where it was like, no, I need to know Mm -hmm. that you know this, then that's going to be something that you're going to be a stickler on. And whether you have a referral system or you email an administrator, whatever it is, you explain that as part of the This is why this situation merits Mm -hmm. consequence. And then once you've made that decision, you want to be intentional in how you set up the assignment. And obviously, we have a lot more to say about when it is a high-value assignment. (laughs) But if it's not a high-value assignment and you've decided, okay, they might cheat, I'm going to let it happen, it's not worth my time and hassle, make it worth less points. Maybe you change the delivery to a video format. Maybe you change the directions and say, copy, paste, blank, Mm -hmm. instead of and asking for, you must write in your own words, whatever. Or just let students work together. We did that. We were teaching Romeo and Juliet and we had this evidence collecting kind of activity. And we were like, oh my gosh, like they're going to cheat on this and I don't want to deal with it. And so we just said, you know what? Group activity. And we Mm -hmm. let them do it in groups. And it worked great. Most of the students had some really good discussions and they got the evidence they needed to write their essay. And um we didn't have to worry about cheating because, yep, they're going to be the same. You work together. (laughs) Yeah. I think also, and we've talked about this on multiple occasions, that when you have students doing work in class, they're much less likely to cheat. Yeah, Habitual cheaters are going to cheat no matter what. Yeah. But those students who are like temptation-based or, you know, ease of access based. Or I don't understand based. Mm -hmm. I had to explain to a tutoring student just this past week that I understand that you got the photo from your friend of the worksheet, but you're going to do it with me on Thursday because (laughs) I want to make sure you know how to do it. Yeah. Oh, pictures. Oh, pictures. That, that's worse than the internet. It so is. It's, <laughs> like, it's awful. Phones that take high quality pictures. <laughs> but that, that not that it eliminates cheating, but it definitely helps yeah. to have them be in your classroom. Yeah, the proximity. Proximity, exactly. <laughs> now, obviously, an essay, a test, it sounds like your school has a policy for that. Fantastic. And we've talked about ways to address testing and essays in other podcasts or videos, other content. But 
some ways you can hold students accountable for those day-to-day assignments that maybe your admin doesn't want to see up in the office Mm -hmm. (laughs) or you just can't bear the thought of. One is let students know that you noticed. Students, they know if they can write whatever on a worksheet in your Mm -hmm. class and still get credit, but send an email or a chat message about your concerns and remind them that this sort of behavior is not tolerated in your class. I think that for some of them, it puts them on guard or it lets them know, hey, you can't do that here. For some of them, if they're a tender-hearted soul like I would have been in school, I would then be terrified Mortified. to turn in anything less than a 43-page <laughs> response to anything the rest of the year, all perfectly original. But of course, you're not going to catch anyone, but it helps. We had... Um, Evan, you mean? Yeah. Wait, you're what did not, I say? You said, I'm not going to catch anyone. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're not going to catch everyone. <laughs> or at least not motivate everyone to do the right thing. We had an assignment. It was through a website where we could see how much time they were spending on it. And we had multiple students who were spending like seven minutes on an entire act of a play with 15 multiple choice questions and a short answer. And we were like, there's no way you could do that in seven minutes. You've obviously cheated, but we couldn't prove that. It wasn't worth the effort to do that. But we emailed every single student who completed it in like less time than the audio plays to read. And we said, we're concerned that you've either not done this assignment correctly or you've cheated. And it just put them on notice that yeah. like we are still looking. <laughs> also by sending that message, you now have a record of your suspicion you're setting up a paper trail so that if something more significant Mm -hmm. comes along, you can say, look at all these other things that have happened as well. You can also build in checkpoints that don't let them earn full credit if they cheat. So we moved in our last kind of few years in the classroom to really, instead of pages of short answer questions, to giving mostly multiple choice questions and then one short answer question that we would really provide detailed feedback on. Certainly, once you start doing multiple choice, the ease of cheating skyrockets. Mm -hmm. But what we would do is just make sure that the short answer question was worth enough points that if they really didn't know what they were talking about, they hadn't read, they couldn't get an A on the assignment. Mm -hmm. So that way, at least there's some kind of check, some kind of guard here that is Mm going to expect you to have done your own work. The point values can solve a lot of problems. Yes, they really can. (laughs) You can also have a class discussion about why you're giving the assignment. I a lot of times would have to tell AP students, they'd get like a practice multiple choice test and we weren't going to grade it because we were going to do something with it. We were going to do like a discussion or something. And I would tell them like, don't cheat on this because you're not going to lose points. The whole point Mm -hmm. is to see how you do on it and what you know. So why would you cheat? You're just shorting yourself of the opportunity. And so that can help sometimes as well when they know, oh, okay, this is why I need to do my best or my original work. (laughs) I won't say best. Or you can say with the case with the play where we had (laughs) students reading an entire act and 15 multiple choice questions in (laughs) seven minutes, we would say, we know that some of you are doing this. You make the announcement to the class. Yeah. Be aware that you have an essay, you have an assessment, you have whatever it is, and that those things far outweigh the value of the assignment that you're cheating on. So you may be proud of yourself (laughs) that you have, quote unquote, gotten away with cheating on this assignment, but know that there's going to be a reckoning (laughs) 
<laughs> when you get to an essay that you can't fib your way through because yeah. you didn't read, you don't know what's right. going on, or an exam that you don't know the details of the yeah. text. So just being forthright with yeah. that. And I think sometimes we have a tendency as teachers to think if we acknowledge there's cheating and people have gotten away with it, then other kids are going to be like, oh, we can get away with cheating. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's the case. But even if it is the case, what you're saying is short-term yeah. pain here long-term penalty. Yeah. And honestly, I don't think that's been my experience. I think when they know, even if you haven't given them a personal consequence, I think that when a class knows, I've tended to see less cheating in those mm. classes. They're not perfect, but I think when they know that you've noticed, it tends to be a little bit of a deterrent. If you, as we do, we would often, if they had multiple short answer questions, we would choose one out of 10. That would be the <laughs> one we'd grade on everybody's and just check that the others were completed. So if you know that, huh, I think a lot of students cheated on number five. What do you know? I picked number five <laughs> to grade. How did that happen? And then, oh, I'm sorry, you got a really low score because I don't know about the rest of your assignment, but you did cheat on that one question. And so I think that can be a way that you can call out the behavior. There can be some sort of grade penalty without it being the enormous thing it would be if you sent it through your school's discipline policy. The next one I'm going to let Stephanie do because she has a much better memory for these kind of things than I do. So I'm somebody who like <laughs> retrospectively <laughs> was like, darn, I had a chance. <laughs> <laughs> so I would write our end of unit exam questions and I would specifically target things I knew students cheated on. If there was a movie version, I would make sure there was at least one or two questions about some difference between the book and the movie. If I saw that lots of students cheated on question number seven, I would ask a question about the correct answer for question number seven or whatever it was. I would just try to target things that like, you wouldn't know this if you didn't do the assignment. And so what do you know? That's on the test. I don't make the whole test like <laughs> failing gotcha. questions. Yeah. But it's enough that you can't cheat your way to a perfect score in here. I'm not mm. going to let you do that. So I think that was something that I tried to be intentional about as a on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> I think sometimes teachers have a tendency to be like, I can't catch all the cheaters. So I'm going to catch none of the cheaters. If I can't catch everybody, I don't want to catch anybody. And obviously I'm going to say, I don't think that's the right approach. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. But I think what we need to think about is that as with life, the police can't catch every yeah. speeder. Everybody can't get caught with the things mm -hmm. that they're doing wrong. What you hope is that the most egregious mm -hmm. gets caught, the person weaving in and out of traffic, like you hope that yeah. when <laughs> you pass them, they're pulled to the side of the road <laughs> by a police officer, that kind of thing. So you're hoping that you catch the most egregious cheaters. But also, if we're all willing to do some level of cheating prevention, then hopefully a wide enough net will be cast yeah. that will catch more people than if we had just turned a blind eye and said, oh, I can't catch it all, so I'm going to catch none. I don't think that's the right attitude. And, yeah. and I think that we owe it to our students who are doing their work. Obviously, those students yes. who are doing their own work are learning and they're right. getting the education and 
long term, they're going to have the benefits. But those students, too, want the cheaters to be stopped yeah. because it doesn't feel good yeah. to say, I know I'm over here doing my work because it's the right thing to do. But it eats at them the same mm-hmm. way it eats at us to know that there are people who are cheating and they're getting away with it. Yeah. So you, you want to validate those yeah. students by saying, I can't catch everything, yeah. but I can catch something. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to believe that, not in a, like a delusional way, I do think this is true, that I think it's almost like a cheesy cliche to be like, well, it'll catch up to them someday. But I do think that's true. I do think that if you have just managed to slide by in life on not learning, taking advantage of others, mm-hmm. cheating, and I know the world doesn't feel this way sometimes, but I have to believe at some point someone's going to say, hey, that wasn't okay, or you're going to make a real big mistake, or you're going to be less educated because you didn't learn these Mm -hmm. things. And yes, of course, there are people who are seemingly going to get away with it, but you can't cheat forever. It's going to come someday. (laughs) Ultimately, we have to accept that there will be students who will cheat and there will be assignments that we just in terms of sheer practicality have to create that can be cheated on. You can try to cheat proof as much as possible, but there are some things where you're like, I just, I need a multiple choice question. Okay. (laughs) But what you want to do is decide how best to handle it in your classroom. Mm. What at the end of the day are you going to be okay with Mm. and be at peace with? Because this is the part of teaching that can really eat at you (laughs) outside of the classroom is things like this. So instead of maybe focusing on, oh, these are all ways that the internet makes it easier for students to cheat, we see it as an opportunity for how can we be creative in how we create our assignments? Mm -hmm. What can we do to foil them or make it less enticing or Or just work with the internet? Yeah. (laughs) Work with the photos on the cell phones. Yeah. And hopefully what you end up with, and I think what we ended up with was that ultimately we ended up doing some better teaching because we created some assignments that weren't such an invitation to cheat on. Yeah. It wasn't a student like, oh, I'm so overwhelmed. I'm just going to cheat. We created situations where yeah, I don't know That's a lot of point. students who cheat on an Edpuzzle. I guess I've tried to Google before and seen like Edpuzzle hacks. So I guess they, they are out there. Yeah, but out I there. do think most students will watch the video. <laughs> <laughs> you would think. You would think. <laughs> if you're not willing to do that, I just I really don't know what to do for you. <laughs> and with those students, like if they're cheating on an Edpuzzle, <laughs> they're not doing the rest of your work anyway. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. There's no one who's an A student, but then they're like, I got to cheat on this end puzzle. (laughs) (laughs) So I know we don't have all the answers and we certainly don't have the magic bullet, but hopefully we've given you some sort of peace of mind or some ways to handle that because I know it is so defeating Mm -hmm. to send up that referral and 
you get it back and the consequence wasn't what it was supposed to be yeah. or you get a hey i just wanted to talk uh-huh. to you and see if we could work something out and this is an administrator or a counselor yeah. not a student not a student <laughs> of course they're going to ask <laughs> so i know that can be so frustrating but just reframing it so that you can feel like you have some solution mm-hmm. to the problem where you don't have to rely on someone else and i think that's the hard part. It's a nice thing about having a school-wide policy is that you aren't the one dishing out the consequence. This is the school policy. This isn't, you know, that's nice, but it gives up a little bit of your power. And so when they don't execute that in the way that you want, (laughs) this is taking back a little bit of that power and working within a very flawed system. (laughs) We want to thank you so much for joining us today. We hope something we said resonated with you, made you feel just a tiny bit better, that you have something you can put to work in your classroom to make things more manageable. If you have a dilemma you'd like to talk to us about or you'd like to hear us talk about, email us at hello at threeheads.works. And since you know, answers may vary. If you think we got it right or wrong, or you want to add something to the conversation, please be sure to drop us a line and let us know. Thanks so much for joining us. Chat soon. Bye. Bye.